The essence of woman gives life to everything she touches with the breath of God oh so fresh on her. Now tell me, why have my women steered to believe contrary? And how can she come home to herself to radiate flow harmoniously within? My name is Eladin Mendez. I am your passionate host. So happy to be here. Welcome to the Amor de Soy series podcast for women, mothers, homeschool mommies, truth lovers aspiring to radiate in health, truth, and light. In other words, self-esteem. Speaking of radiating and healthy self-esteem, Amor de Soy series can help. With me as your coach, you'll be sure to radiate as the woman God created you to be. Learn more by emailing amortisoyseries at yahoo.com or click the link in the show notes. Yes, we're on. We're on recording. Let's get into it, you guys. This is so important. This is literally life. I feel like all my episodes have a basis on life because I just want my people to know truth and I want my people to embody truth and knowledge. So we're talking we're going to talk about the nervous system. We're really going to break down the nervous system and not in the ways that you might think. We're going deep on a subconscious level. We're going to talk about the nervous system in a way that should be taught in schools but isn't where Okay, I'm so excited, you guys. First of all, my voice, I'm just getting it back. So it's a little rough. It's a little this, it's a little that. But I must be heard. That's why I actually missed last week because I literally could not even, I would have had to been speaking like this. Then I thought, hey, maybe I can do an ASMR podcast episode for my listeners, but I don't know. So we are talking about the nervous system and let's start just let's start with google google what's up what is the nervous system tell me nervous system the network of nerve cells and fibers which transmits nerve impulses between parts of the body in biology the nervous system is a highly complex highly complex gotta love that part of an animal that coordinates its actions and sensory information by transmitting signals to and from different parts of its body. I think that's the understanding that we've had of the nervous system dating back to high school when we begin the teachings of the nervous system and the body when we have biology class. So we have this understanding of basically it's how your brain communicates with your body and it tells it what to do. It's basically your brain being in control and it tells it to breathe, it tells it to draw, it tells it to jump. It's connected with your senses. Is something hot? How does something smell? And then it tells our brain. Or if we think a thought about doing something, we think about picking up a notebook, we feel the notebook, we pick up the notebook, we know that we have it in our hand. So it signals that starts off as a thought in our mind, signal um, nerve in our body, wherever we're signaling it to go, and then it's done. So we have this very basic understanding of the nervous system. So it's funny, like we have that basic understanding, most of us, and then it goes into the definition saying it's a complex thing and it's a complex thing. And yes, it's complex, but not in the way that should intimidate you, not in a way that should make you feel like I don't even want to approach it, not in a way much less that makes you feel like I don't even want to be interested because it's biology and who cares about biology. It's complex in a way that is so beautiful and it's a God-given gift. The nervous system is a God-given gift and it's complex in a way that we need to understand the reality and the truth and have the knowledge of how it relates to foundational truths, how it relates to shadow work, how it relates to subconscious programming and the subconscious mind. Overall, the protection of oneself, which is the ultimate goal of the brain and the body, God-given. And that's why it is so beautiful. So the nervous system, let's have a breakdown of what it is. 
So there's two parts to the nervous system. We have the central nervous system, which basically is composed of the brain and the spinal cord. And then we have the peripheral, which is basically all the nerves. And there's two parts of that. There's the somatic, which is the uh, running, jumping, doing. And then there's the automatic, which comes from breathing, heart rate, all those inner glands in the body and the workings of the body. So we have this understanding. I feel like that's just the basic and that's where we leave it as. And that's the basic knowledge that people have of the nervous system. Yet we are also taught at the same time that it should be complex and it should be something that's like for top tier, either doctors or neuroscientists. I disagree. It has to be about knowing the self, being in tune with who you are, being in truth with knowledge, being in truth with the conscious mind and the subconscious mind, because all of these things is what makes up your life. It's what makes up your what we call anxiety it's what makes up what we call you know this whole stress thing that's happening and we're gonna talk about that today i hope you guys have been having beautiful days and have been so inspired and have been moving your body we're gonna talk about how the nervous system relates to subconscious programming how it relates to stress how it relates to anxiety how are they both connected how does it signal the body and most importantly some ways and techniques in which we can regulate it, which is the ultimate goal. We're going to talk about why do I even need to regulate it? What does that even mean? And again, I have links down below. If you really want to get into it personally, click those links. This podcast here, you guys, was absolutely inspired by a video that I had posted in my stories. And it started to talk about the nervous system. And it led me to saying, in my mind, like, there's so much more that needs to be learned about the nervous system. And I want people to understand how it's connected to anxiety. Because people think that they're an anxious person. They think of it as a personality trait. And it's not. It's not a personality trait. It actually has everything to do with the nervous system. And you knowing the self, knowing parts of your mind and your subconscious mind and your programming. And again, do not allow this to intimidate you these words this language because it's going to be broken down and you're going to understand how it all is connected to your mental state and mental health overall so i'm going to go ahead and look for that video that i posted that i am so in love with and it's very much true what it is saying so i'm going to play The video is by Tar Network is their Instagram and it has this beautiful animation and it's talking about, this one in particular is talking about the nervous system. So thank you Tar Network for sharing this beautiful art and we're going to play the audio here. Your nervous system will always choose a familiar hell rather than an unfamiliar heaven. Your nervous system is connected to the trauma that you've been through and it stores that trauma. And its number one job is to protect you and keep you safe. Here's the thing, is that your nervous system will protect you by keeping you comfortable. Comfort is the familiar hell. Uncomfort and pressing through the unknown, even though it's very scary, is the unfamiliar heaven. So get uncomfortable. Do the thing that is scaring you. Take the step, jump, whatever that might be, because what's going to happen is you're going to end up in a way better place. And so once I saw that, I shared it like three times on my stories, adding different captions. The whole familiar health thing is so on point because it's knowledge that is so important that needs to be had between our people so that we can stop allowing stress and anxiousness to define you as a person because that's not who you are. It's kind of like a side effect of the life that you had, especially having to do with that subconscious programming. So that's the side effect. And what you want to do with this whole side effect thing is you want to get to know it. You want to befriend it. You want to have a mentor click on the links. You want to understand why it's happening and how it makes you, you, how it makes you speak the way you do, how it makes you, your heartbeat the way that it does in certain situations, how it makes you tense in certain parts of your body. It's about getting to know you in that, getting to know yourself in that intimate, beautiful way. Again, I can help click those links, you guys, 2024, let's go. So, 
we have that understanding of the nervous system, which is basic yet taught to be complex at the same time. I think that's just part of the whole darkness and spiritual warfare going on because they don't want you knowing any more than that when it comes to the mind. Because if you are educated in the mind, in the brain, in the nervous system, then you are in control and you are powerful and you're no longer going to feel like a victim of these things, which I believe is what is currently happen, happening. And I believe it's something that we need to break out of. And so once we get to know ourselves, once we get to understand this, we can break out of that and put our free will, God-given free will into action to reach a better place of mental health and peace. I believe that the nervous system is a phenomenon that needs to be understood more and simplified. So that's why I'm here. I don't want us to hear about the nervous system and think that it's something that is for biologists or neuroscientists or doctors or, you know, I don't read books. I don't do this. I don't do that. But yet you are the very definition of the nervous system. You're living it. And it's not just movement. It's not just running. It's not just picking up a notebook. It's not just cooking or driving. It's deeper than that. And that's where we're getting into, okay? So you already know the basis of it. You know the basic, you know the surface level of the nervous system. So I'm so glad that we have this information, right? We have the basis of it. We have the basic understanding of the nervous system. You're familiar with hearing the nervous system and I want you to picture it in your mind. So it's your brain and then there's a stem from your brain that's going down into the spine. Then you have the nerves that are branching out to different parts of your body so that it can be signaled. It's how it communicates to and from the brain. Let's go into answerthepublic.com, which is basically a website where people have questions, different kinds of questions about any given topic. And you can basically see these questions that are highly searched. So let's see what kind of things. And I'm sharing this with you because I want you to keep this in mind because I need you to understand that the nervous system is related to so many parts of your life. You're eating, you're sleeping, your digestion, your thinking your heartbeat, your tension in your body. So with that said, let's go through some of these questions on answerthepublic.com. So we have our diseases cure, our nervous system diseases curable. Is it genetic? And then it goes into can. Can nervous system disorders be cured? Absolutely. It's called regulation. Can nervous system heal? Absolutely. Regulation. Nervous system affects sleep? Absolutely. Night terrors and subconscious programming and trauma that lives in the body. And we're going to talk about night terrors as well and how it's related. Can nervous system cause digestive problems? Absolutely. Because the cells, it's how they get these messages. The cells are in control. You tell the cells what to do. You, you Basically, our mental health defines our cellular health level. Also, the foods that we're eating. Can nervous system cause high blood pressure? Absolutely. Because of all the stress and poor thinking and trauma that is in the body. Can nervous system cause itching? Nervous system can, can cause anything. Absolutely, it can cause itching, especially if you're thinking about it. <laughs> How nervous system works? How nervous system maintains homostasis. That's a very good one. Homostasis is the state of your body that it's usually is at. So is your state, um, is your homostasis, are you calm? Are you usually jittery? Are you nervous? Are you awkward? Which again, all these things, my loves, it does not define your personality. It basically tells you of your homostasis, it tells you of the state of your nervous system, which is very much tied to the homostasis because it's the whole overall environment. How nervous system works with other systems. Oh, that is so good because the nervous system is telling all the other systems. So if it's asking if the nervous system affects the digestive system, it's like, how is that system affecting the other system? It affects all the systems because it's basically telling it what to do. kind of goes in hand with how we're in the control of healing our own body, how nervous system interacts with other system, how nervous system works with the muscular system, 
amazing mind body control mind body connection when you work out see how it's all connecting my loves all parts of your lives now let's get into the what what nervous system controls blood blood vessel size what nervous system controls involuntary action what nervous system develops in fetus that is a good one that is such a good one man that's amazing that's so deep because then you want to talk about subconscious programming, but you want to go deeper than that. Let's talk about the fetus and what's going on there with the mother. When does the nervous system work? It's always working when nervous system causes anxiety. Again, you're in control. And anxiety does not define you as a person or who you are or even a personality trait. It's basically the nervous system needing to be acknowledged and regulated. And now we're going to... Uh, few more questions i just i want you to understand how it ties into every part of your life and these questions are being asked for a reason because it's linked and you know people are just looking for more information which which nervous system response is flight or flight which nervous system does caffeine affect that is a good one which nervous system is voluntary involuntary why why nervous system is called physical coordinator because it's connected to the brain telling it what to do. When nervous system is absent in plant. When nervous system is important in psychology, it's everything. It determines the health of the mind and the homostasis of the body. When nervous system is called nervous system. When nervous system is weak. Oh, nervous system is never weak, you guys. I actually was just watching a few videos. And it was like, I got into... Why you have a healthy or unhealthy nervous system? Let's not label. I, I cannot stand label, you guys, especially for something that is God-given and sacred, which is the nervous system is everything. It controls our bodies and it ultimately creates our outer reality in in health and mental mental health and then the health of the body. So to have started off a video listening to either you have healthy or unhealthy is a discriminatory claim against the body, which I don't like. It, it's not healthy or unhealthy. The nervous system simply is, and it's simply going to do its job in a way that is programmed to do its job. That is all. And that's the beauty of it. Last few questions. Is nervous system a brain? <laughs> Definitely connected to the brain. And then the nerves go throughout the body. Is the nervous system important? It's not only important, it's vital to your mental health and your overall life. Nervous system voluntary. There's both voluntary and involuntary. All right. So those are the few questions that people are asking. And it kind of breaks down a little bit and it kind of gives warms us up into how the nervous system relates to everyday parts of life. And so we're going to start off with the root, as I love. We're going to start talking about the subconscious programming and how the subconscious programming is related to the, to the nervous system and how it's correlated how they kind of work together. So how is the nervous system tied to subconscious programming? How do they work together? Well, that's the beautiful part about it is the way that God created us to live in community and be tribal-based. We need each other. We need to be around other humans. In fact, I'm not sure if some of you have heard just heartbreaking stories of like feral children, which basically means like, just picture like a wild, lonely child, this creature that was born in isolation. Um, their mental state is not developed. Their emotional state is not developed. And they can actually die from that isolation and loneliness, even if they had food. That's how vital it is to be around others and to have emotional support, connection, trust. It's literally survival. And I just got suddenly so emotional to know that there's so much neglect happening with our children, even on a regular level. Say that it's a healthy family and they're just going to work, doing their thing, and they think just because they're together in the same room that they have that support, but it's not. They're not being seen. They're not being heard. They're not being treated as sovereign beings. And I can only hope that you are inspired to look at your children genuinely, drop everything, look at them, admire them, 
and listen to them so that they can be filled with this health and this vitality that is needed. It is wired in us. It is God-given. And so we need that for survival. So starting off, we're born. We're learning how to talk. We're learning how to communicate. We're learning about body language. And this all happens naturally. It happens naturally regardless of whether you are intentionally teaching this to your children or not. Because regardless, we're doing it on a daily basis. We're speaking a certain way. We're talking a certain way. Our body uh, language is a certain way. And that alone is teaching a child, whether it's given terms or not given terms. And they're drawing this information. With this information, as early as infants to toddler to, is it kids next? (laughs) Infant, toddler, child. All this information starts to speak to the cells in the brain and the neurons in the neurons in the brain. You guys, I'm really, I'm really wanting to get this episode out. I've been so excited since last week, and so I'm just really like pushing through with my voice, my soul, my heart, my energy, my passion is there. But just physically, you guys, I'm pushing through. And so this child, as is wired to be. To draw information from its environment is doing just that. This child is drawing information from the environment. It's drawing information from how it's spoken to, how it's not spoken to, how it's handled, how it's cared for. And all this beautiful things begin to give the brain messages. It's giving the nervous system messages. It's already telling it's already helping itself to cope in ways that's why tantrums happen it's not that it's a bad child no child is bad they're all angels they're from heaven but unfortunately they're under parents that are not healing their inner child they're not healing their nervous system none of that and so they're passing this down to their children whether it's on purpose or not if you're listening let's go let's make that change And so, because our bodies and our brain is wired to protect itself, it's already building these coping mechanisms. So, that's why you get tantrums. That's why you get cries at certain things. That's why you think this child is a bad child or a brat, which, by the way, please don't label your child as these things because it's not healthy for their minds and their hearts. And so... These children are gathering this information at the same time. Everything in them wants to protect them because God built us that way. And so they're slowly morphing into who they are. They're morphing their idea of love. They're morphing their idea of how anxious they will be. They're forming their idea in trust. And all this is tied to the nervous system because this is messaging. It's like the program of a computer. Let's say there's a developer that's developing an app and it's telling it what to do. Well, it needs that information. It needs to draw everything. It needs to draw from resource that this um, tech guy is, tech guy dude is like doing. Same is happening with our brains when we're raising a child and the environment that it's in. We're basically giving these neurons on a cellular level the messaging on how to cope, how to deal, how to be, how to protect, how to get love, how to communicate. And that's that. It, it happens regardless whether you're teaching it or not. It's taking its natural course and there's nothing you can do about it. So the only thing you can do about it is positively become aware of it and positively become intentional that you know this information enough to be a conscious parent, enough to look at yourself, look in the mirror courageously and heal. That's what you can do about it. And so all this messaging is happening in the subconscious programming. It's really really going heavy on it on from birth to age seven from birth to age seven if you look at a child you can usually determine those qualities that this child is going to have traumas that they're going to face um things like that level of self-esteem you know i watched i watched a video once it says show me your boy at seven i'll tell you the man that he's going to become and that's true and that's that's just foundationally true. Again, we cannot stop it. It's running its course no matter what we do. So the best we can do is be the best at becoming aware of this 
and really doing something about it intentionally on a daily basis. And so that's how the nervous system is tied to subconscious programming, therefore telling it what to do, how to act, how to breathe, heart rate, um, the triggers that it gets, the sleep that it gets again because everything gets stored in that body, traumas get stored in the body, memories get stored in the body. And so it's all tied to the nervous system. Again, these nerves are running all throughout your body and they're connected to that spine, which is connected to that brain. And so it's all, it's a whole system of information with the end goal of keeping you well, keeping you safe, keeping you protected and comfortable. And so let's get into, right now that I said the word comfortable, let's get into that video where they mentioned the familiar hell. The best example that I can think of as far as a familiar hell and comfort zone is we've all heard of this the statistics. We've all probably seen it or know. Um, once a criminal goes into a prison, there's a high chance, there's a high percentage of them that are most likely going to be heading back. And this criminal can claim to not want to go back. They can claim that they don't like it in there. They can claim that that's not a good life for them, but yet they end up back there again, again, because that's that familiar hell. That's that comfort. And that's a more of a drastic example on the on the severe end because I really need you guys to understand what's happening. Well, just in the same way that a prisoner goes back to prison because of that comfort level is the same way that a woman can go into the same relationships over and over again and find themselves in that pattern even if they don't want to, even if they don't like it, even if they know it's not good for them. They keep going back because it's a familiar hell. It's that comfort. Just as a man who grew up with trauma and believes that he's not worthy of love is going to continually sabotage any love or forms of positivity coming towards him because his fundamental program is that I'm not worthy of love. Therefore, your body will do anything and everything to prove that to you because that's the story. That's what you're telling it. It's There's congruency and there's safety and comfort and congruency. And again, there's so many things that are personal to you, so many different patterns and thinking, behavior, speaking, all that. That's why I want you to work with me. I want you to click on the link so that you can understand why you're doing the things you're doing, why you chose the partner that you chose, why do you speak the way that you do, and why you have certain tension in your body in the ways that you do. And that's why, you know, there that also goes into self-sabotage. Again, the prisoner going back to prison, self-sabotage, but again, comfort. The woman seeking that same partner again, again, self-sabotage, but again, that comfort. The man that's filled with trauma, unwilling to heal that inner child and face the trauma courageously will deny love. Again, that is that comfort level for that man. And so isn't that a phenomenon in itself, you guys? And it's beautiful because the end goal, again, the, bar, the body and the brain they just want to keep you safe, comfortable, regulated, <laughs> regulated, quote unquote, the irony in that. All right, my loves. So, so far we have the basis of the nervous system. We have our general understanding of it. We have the shedding of any complications of understanding that we have of it that don't need to be there. We have the understanding that it's a daily life and it affects your daily life, your daily actions. Um, we have the understanding of how it programs your mind subconsciously and how it relates to the messaging and how it relates to comfort and this God-given gift that we're giving of the nervous system with a goal to keep us safe and protected. We have the understanding that the nervous system is what it is. You cannot label it. It is what it is. It's running in course and it's running its course. And what we can do best is become aware of this so that we can have a great mental health for ourselves and pass it on to our children rather than pass on our anxiousness onto our children. Let's go on to the nervous system and awkwardness, okay? Because this form of awkwardness is very much tied to the nervous system because what happens when someone feels like they're in this awkward state? <laughs> well, what happens, um, speaking from it from experience and having overcome that, which is so powerful, so 
what happens in this state of awkwardness? Your cheeks get red, your heart races, you feel like you're losing control of what is going on in your body. You want to feel calm, but you're not feeling calm. You're in your head thinking thoughts about the listener's response if you're talking to them or what someone might think or thinking that you're going to be in trouble for something or thinking that, and this ties in very well with anxiety, but we'll talk about that after. Let's give each other its sacred focus. Um, So awkwardness, you get this feeling in the body as I did. There was like heart racing. Um, Sometimes even I'd feel like my lip would want to twitch. So being in a state of awkwardness, there's so much going on in the body. And as I mentioned before, being in that state of awkwardness, um, it could be for many reasons, okay? For me personally, as I mentioned in some podcasts before, it was you wanting to break out of this bubble that you had been in, that you had grown up in, and having that awkwardness of breaking out of that and going through discomfort of growth. So it wasn't actually that I was awkward. It was actually that I was leveling up and going through an identity shift and going through the discomfort of what is change, breaking out of that familiar hell is what I was doing. So ask yourself if that's what's happening to you or if you just have that awkwardness because you're right in the middle of just, you probably are not aware of this even, but it's like your body is telling you, your mind is telling you that you are somebody else, but your body's like, no, you're this. And so there's this battle going on. And so then it creates this awkwardness, especially when it's in relation to other people, talking to other people, being present with other people because you're like, I want to be myself and then I can't. And then I'll feel like a hypocrite and then I'll feel awkward because I'm not that person yet. I'm this and I've been that and life has to be that way. And then it goes deeper than that, right? Into the subconscious programming and the stories that you're telling yourself and all of that. And so this, because we have this idea certain idea of ourselves or that life has to be a certain way, we get stuck in this kind of feeling of awkwardness, which is discomfort. And then maybe you want to avoid people. Maybe we can call that social anxiety sometimes. Again, so many labels, but let go of the labels because it's noise. And I need you to understand that it comes down to regulating your self-nervous system, which is tied to healing your inner child because it has to do with that programming. And it's all connected in such a beautiful and artistic way. As meant to be, God created this with so much purpose and so much intention. And so it's our job now to have that free will and take that responsibility to be knowledgeable in these things and look at it from a a lens of beauty because there's so much beauty in this. Okay, so that's the awkwardness part. And now the anxiety part. The anxiety part, I could never relate to because I never had that label. But yet again, if you if you were to describe what it feels like in the body, it would be similar, like awkwardness, anxiety. But because I never use that label, I, I see it as weak. And again, if this offends you, you need to look into yourself and ask yourself why that triggered you and why you think I might be saying something about you that I don't even know you. What I do want to say about you without knowing you is that you are made in God's image. You are beautiful. You are powerful. And you can get through this as you're triggered. Write down your triggers. Triggers are beautiful because they're telling you where you need to work on yourself. So you're not lost. You just need to listen to yourself and your triggers. Um, You can do some self-coaching or you can click on the link. And so um, this anxiety, I've never used that term because I saw it as weak and just a dishonoring of my person because I know at the end of the day that I'm in control and I just way back in high school like I would hear kids say I'm anxious or I'm stressed and I was like what in the f like this is not possible like that's not cute at all my high school talk right that's not cute like you're a kid like live your life right that was my that was my point of view of anxiety then and now I just you hear anxiety all the time I'm anxious I have anxiety social anxiety this that and to the point where we now think it's a personality trait anxiety and anxious is not on the list of personality traits and it's much less not on the list of who God made you to be in fact let's pull up this verse of who God says you are 
in mind, body, and spirit. And it's in the book of Timothy. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind. He did not give you a spirit of fear, worry, or anxiety, which ties in with that. That spiritual warfare happening at the end of the day, that is the foundation. Cut out all the noise. Cut out he said, she said. Cut out this, that. It's spiritual warfare happening. The enemy is after you. He wants your mind. He wants you in fear. He wants you anxious. That's the spirit of the enemy. And stop giving him the glory. Become aware. Do something about you feeling anxious. And most of all, stop it right now. Do not label yourself as an anxious being because that's not who you are. It's not a personality trait. You weren't born like that. It's a side effect. It's a side effect of that subconscious programming and not the stories that you're telling yourself. And you're now responsible for that information. And you're responsible for, do some, for doing something about it. Especially if you want to honor God, you want to love God, love yourself. Honor your sound mind. I'm saying this, but it's going to take you a journey to get there. Click the links. So we have that anxiety and then it goes into social anxiety, which is even worse. But then again, it goes into so many things going on in your body. The harder is racing, you're sweating, maybe again like mine. You've had like your lip wanting to twitch, things like that, even your eyes things like that that are that feel very shameful that you want to be away from people and you want to hide from people but at the same time your heart yearns it because god created us this way we are tribal based it's based on survival and beauty and so i'm just so happy that you're listening to this and you're no longer going to label yourself like that it's a choice and it stops now and you read that verse on 2 2 Timothy 1:7 if i'm correct and so that's how the nervous system ties in with the anxiety. Um, the nervous system can be a, an anxious nervous system. It can be calm. It can be both. Even after you become aware, even after you do self-regulation exercise, because that's what it's meant to do, you guys. It's meant to be on high fight or flight what it's supposed to do but let's make it to where it's happening at the correct times let's make it to where we're not at the supermarket and we feel like we need to fight because we don't know if we're gonna see someone we know and we don't have a conversation we don't have a conversation with them or say we're in a busy environment like the city and then you're like suddenly anxious and flight or flight. Let's have it be to where the flight or flight is taking place at the right times where you, it's self-regulated and it's serving you like, oh my gosh, I need to suddenly, there's, I see this crazy card coming towards me. I need to quickly make this decision to go on and surf this way, surf off the road so that I don't get hit. That's flight or flight at the right time. Adrenaline is pumped up. Um, your body's giving you that extra strength and mental abilities and um, physical abilities so that you can act on protecting yourself. That's the nervous system acting accordingly. And again, it's always doing its job right now. It's acting accordingly with the stories and the programming that you have. But now that you're aware of it, you can heal this programming. You can reprogram. You can heal your inner child you can let go of labels and you can become aware of your self-sabotaging patterns, right? And the nervous system is going to still run its, its course no matter what, but therefore now you are working alongside with it in mind, body, and spirit, and you are going to have control over it. The nervous system is a gift, you guys. It is a gift from God to keep us um, safe, protected, um, but because we weren't consciously parented, it's out of whack. We absorbed other people's energies and programming and messages, and we're now making it our own. We're labeling ourselves as the symptoms of it, which is what we're feeling in our bodies. Therefore, we think we're anxious, but all we need to do is regulate it. Doesn't that make you feel so good to know that you're in control? And I can help. You don't have to do this alone. It doesn't have to take you forever. It can take you 12 weeks. Have a 12-week program one-on-one. 
you're directly working with me. I'm directly like my hand is in your life. My mind is in your life. Your life becomes mine because we're working alongside it together to improve it. And it's, it's guaranteed. Like, I don't like to say it, but I love to say it. You know what I mean? It's so beautiful. And so, yeah, same with stress. I'm stressed out. This stresses me out. Again, it just kind of reminds me of being in a state of victimhood. Um, you're not a victim of anything, only yourself and your unwillingness to conquer your traumas and your triggers. And triggers, again, they happen to everybody. It's not that some people have triggers, some people don't. Everybody has triggers, whether they're positive or negative. You can have the trigger of looking at a beautiful cherry blossom tree and it triggers joy like my I'm looking at right now that's my tree of joy or you can have a certain smell and it triggers fear because maybe something happened back then and that you smelled this thing constantly and it was tied with fear or when somebody got home or the smell of a person that you that was not good to you those are all triggers so we all have them negative positive they're running this course it's part of the nervous system doing its job and so that goes into the whole stress thing. We're not victims of anything. We're not even victims of if we feel like God is not working in our lives. Again, speaking from having been there, we're not victims of this. God doesn't owe us anything. We, we are here to serve God because he is who he is. He is good. He is kind. He is loyal. He is faithful. He is patient. And should we surrender to that and welcome that? Then everything else will be fruitful, but we're not victims of this. We are not victims of this. We are not nothing. We're not being wrongly done. Nothing is here to attack us except the enemy that is after your soul. So hungry for that soul. Um, and then there's God who already loves you and he just needs you to surrender to him and acknowledge him and seek him. Because again, he gives you that free will to do that or to not do that because he's that loving. Somebody who's not loving you think of somebody who's manipulative and saying you need me because of this and that. You have to be in my life because of this and that. But God says you are sovereign you are powerful. You are your own being. I give you this mind for a reason, this heart for a reason. So should you choose, that is free will. He gives you that free will. So we're not victims of anything. And then again, so let's talk about how that subconscious programming and the nervous system ties into um, sleep terrors. Trauma lives in the body, so you're going to have sleep terrors. Say you had a great day or you even now you have a career, you make good money, you have nice kids, but you're still getting these night terrors. That's because that trauma is manifested in the body and it's trying to let you know one way or another again because it loves you so much. It's like, hey, let's let's work on this. I want to be great. I want to be good. And it's the, that trauma living in the body. So if you have night terrors, my kid's dad had him like forever and I'm working on myself so heavily that I cannot compromise that for anything. And so to have him sleep next to me, constantly having night terrors while his astral body is like on low realms, I can't allow that being next to me. So there was one point where I was like, you need to go away or not sleep next to me because I work on myself and I intentionally do it on a daily basis for you to have be here having night terrors because you're choosing to not work on that sounds horrible like I'm putting him on blast you guys but man like certain things just need to be said they need to be said they just need to be said especially for my women this is a podcast dedicated for my women I would not allow something of low frequency of energy in a world of t terror a mind of terror to be next to me night after night because of the unwillingness to look into it. So there was a day where I said, okay, this is done. You're not going to be next to me. Either go away or fix it. And then the next day, the night terrors just left. Bam, like that. Um, literally, literally, 
that just tells you it tells you something that's got to tell you a lot these night terrors they're happening to you it's trauma related it's a response your body wants to let you know like hey look at me uh, make me better help me heal me um and they're in your subconscious thoughts and they're not going to go away until you look at them and you deal with it and it doesn't have to be scary it does take a step of courage but especially if you have a mentor that does it and shows you the why in such a loving way it's a beautiful journey so please do not fear it anymore do not fear facing what you need to face there's no more fear there's no need it's beautiful god made us in this way and everything that we have been through um was meant to happen just kind of like that song that goes by um jeremy camp and he goes this broken path oh yeah lie we'll walk by faith we'll even when i cannot see well because this broken road prepares your will for me how is that so it goes i will walk by faith even when i cannot see because this broken road prepares your will for me Amen to that. And yes, it sure does. And so we're not victims. We have free will. It's a choice. You can literally choose now. You can literally click on the link, get mentored, break out of that, and live life happily. Start seeing it through a new perspective. There's so many um, quick fixes out there that are offered, especially Let's get into, like, say somebody's feeling heavily anxious, heavily stressed out, and what they want to do, well, usually a quick fix could be like breathing or drinking water and to kind of just kind of regulate for that moment. Or if it's more of like a trauma response or, you know, suppressing, which is what usually happens, to regulate it, it's like, oh, go eat, go, you know, go get substance for your brain to be on some substance, which could be coffee, it could be sex, it could be shopping, it could be TV, again, eating, anything outside of you, anything outside of you. One thing I love about myself is when I'm emotional or down, I make myself, I ensure that I don't get any substance outside of me, like any drinks, any chocolate, any food. I make sure that I work with myself with everything that is within me and God and the Lord until I'm regulated, then I can reach for that substance and be like, oh, did I actually want this cupcake? Did I actually want this? Or was it more of a regulation thing? Um, and it usually turns out to be both. <laughs> um, there's shopping that can be done or Netflix. And again, this could be a trauma response. It could be suppression, which is like ignoring it because of course it's hurtful to deal with it. And your body's like, no, it's hurtful. I'm going to pull you away and bring you here. Look, isn't this better? Doesn't this feel good right now? And so that's usually what's happening, usually what most people do. And those are quick fixes. But in the long run, they just actually create more damage because there's a suppression that's happening. And there's um, this part of the self that's not being seen and heard. And that suppresses self-respect even more. It suppresses the self-esteem even more. So it just deteriorates the self even more so. So some um, really awesome regulated regulating exercises some of my favorites that i've done you can see i have another podcast on nervous system regulation um but again and i quote from this video that i heard it was like you fight the temptation to move and breathe damn doesn't that sound crazy because that's literally what's happening with nervous system regulation you fight the, temp the temptation to move or even to breathe and it's not like you're holding your breath but you're changing that breathing pattern because your nervous system wants to do it a certain way it wants to constantly be moving in a certain way be shaky shake your leg this shake your leg that your lip your your jaw and so that kind of goes into some of the regulation techniques. And that sounds crazy. That's why it's so hard. That's why not everybody's regulating their nervous system. Fight the temptation to move. Oh, I'll go crazy. Fight, like, not breathe the way that I breathe. No, that'll make me go crazy. And it'll feel that way at first, of course. Because you're breaking out of that comfort zone, that familiar hell. So some ways to regulate it, you have breath work, you have ice baths. Well, how does an ice bath help? Well, again, because 
There's so much happening. Your state of mind is something and your body is something else. So you need to work together to be like, okay, we're doing this. And this is that that's a great moment to affirm yourself anything. So let's, let, let's talk more about that. So you're in an ice bath. So you go, not that I've ever done it, but I want to, I've gone into really freezing water because I wanted to, um, overcome this thing about the cold and me not liking the cold, me not being able to be productive in the cold. And I wanted to change that story and also, um, be more in control of my nervous system. And so I did it once in Catalina in December. Um, but I have not done an ice bath, but it's on my to-do list. And so getting into this ice bath, it's cold. Your body's like, get me out of here now. But your mind is like convincing your body like, no, we're okay. We got this. We're going to do this. Breathe. One, two, three. One, two, three. Follow this breathing pattern. We're okay. We're safe. And your body wants nothing more to do than to jump out of there and seek that comfort. And so that's why it's so good. It's a good exercise for the nervous system, for the brain. Um, as is when you're working out, you guys, and you're feeling that pump, that adrenaline, you're so tired. That's the great way to kind of regulate your breath and affirm yourself. I am amazing. I am a conqueror. I am successful. I love myself. I speak up for myself. I have ease when I speak. All these things affirm yourself when you're in this high state, when your body's in this high state of wanting to get out of where it's at, wanting to get out of that ice bath, wanting to get out of that intense workout that is painful. That's when you breathe really deeply and you affirm yourself of your greatness and your love for yourself. And that's how you really get that program into your mind. There's nothing more powerful than that. Also through breath work because our body wants to breathe a certain way to to keep that homeostasis going, whether it serves you or not. <laughs> but breaking out of that is beautiful. And so that's that. I'm going to eat a burger, you guys. Tend to eat my burger. Um, I loved this podcast. I think it's life. And I'm so excited for you to make some changes in your life. I'm excited for you to click on that link and work with me. I welcome you. I am ready for you. I see that vision for you. Let's get you to see it. And I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Amor de Soy series podcast. My name is Eladin Mendez, here to serve you, here to inspire you, here to welcome you and pray for you, you guys. I want to do this for you and for all of our sisters and all of our daughters. So please make sure to share and spread the word because once we do that, we can all just be in our essence together and empower the world because the power of women is almost indescribable and make sure to share on the social media leave a review write down a review write down your takeaway write down what inspired you write down what you want our women to know our daughters to know thank you so much for being here i appreciate you to the bottom of my heart and and more <laughs> till next time <laughs>